This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed Reviews with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. This is a brand new thing we're doing on the Obsessed podcast feed. I love pop culture. I end up talking about it a lot, so I figured why not add it as a part of Obsessed. So each time that I see something that I'm really excited about, a big new movie, a big new TV show, and I just want to talk about it right now, I'm going to talk about it here on Obsessed Reviews with a guest for this very first episode, this inaugural episode. The guest will probably appear on this uh, little podcast the most often besides me. It's my wife, Sarah Scrimshaw. Hello. Hello. I'm here. You are here, and you watch things with me all the time. I do. And then I like to have conversations with you about them, so I figured, why not record it? Why not? For the masses. That's life in this century. (laughs) That's life in this century. Any talking that is not on a podcast (laughs) is a waste. Uh, And as always, I like a little honesty in my podcast, so I have a little sip of whiskey. Excellent. I have a (laughs) little... You you looked like we should cheers, but I thought that wasn't the right noise to make, so ching. I have a a little sip or a a big gulp here of water. A big gulp of water. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. So our very first movie that we're covering here on Obsessed Reviews is a movie that we just saw as we're recording. We saw it practically moments ago. Mm -hmm. Black Panther. Yes. Yeah. Very excited to talk about it. Um... I've been waiting to see this movie for a long time. I want to start by giving just like a little uh, uh, picture of where we saw it. Because I think sometimes when we do these obsessed reviews, we'll be like, hey, where did you see the premiere of Game of Thrones? Well, on my couch. Uh, But here, (laughs) we got to go to a theater we go to often, the Arclight. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got to see it in the Cinerama Dome, which seats 800 people. And it was sold out. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. And... Uh, around the time, not just throughout the evening, but just r- directly around the time of our showing, there were uh, 10 other showings because there were multiple times while we were waiting for our film where the only films shown on the little marquee saying where to go yeah. were Black Panther, Black the Panther, Black Panther. The little giant marquee took a great picture of it and posted yeah. it on the old Twitter machine uh, where it was pretty much all Black Panther, right? And oh. then like one call me by your name or something. Uh, no, it was the one that I posted. You can find it on my Twitter stream. It is entirely Black Panther. Amazing. Yeah. And it was really, it's always cool to see uh, movies with like a completely packed house on their technically preview night, but at this yeah. point opening night. Mm-hmm. Um and it was fun to see the variety of people dressed up. There was some oh, just yeah. straight up cosplay yes. of characters from the film. Yeah. Uh, one person had just like a weird leather Spider-Man jacket. Another person, and this just delighted me, was dressed in Michael Jackson's uh, thriller costume from the music video thriller. Because why not? Because why not? Because it was a celebration. <laughs> it felt so much like this is not just a movie. It is a celebration. It did feel like a celebration. Yeah. Very, very much. And I do want to talk a a little bit about that before we get into uh, all of our thoughts and feelings about the movie. That I feel like this is a movie that should be talked about as more than a movie because it is more than a movie. Definitely. And we are seeing more and more of those uh, come out, I think. Things like uh, Wonder Woman, I think. The Ghostbusters reboot, I think. Get Out. Movies that are really... A seminal moment, a shift in culture that are for underrepresented uh, people mm-hmm. that have been traditionally not the stars of the movie. Yeah. 
that it is not just a movie. Yeah, it, it is, is so much more. You know, culturally so much more. And then I think with Black Panther, there are there are so many things about it that like I have lots of opinions about it as a superhero movie. I have lots of opinions about it as someone just generally in the culture of being a human. But I also know that there are levels to it that I can't fully emotionally access because that's not my experience that's being put on screen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel similarly. (laughs) Good. I'm I'm glad. (laughs) Uh, So obviously it was cool to see like, oh, that was the other thing I wanted to say is like they were big groups of classes. I didn't know if you, how much you picked that up. Oh, no, I didn't. But that's been like a big movement. Like school classes. I've seen that on on the social medias. Yeah. uh, That there were a lot of pushes to bring like groups of students there, but I didn't see any in our showing. I saw lots of groups, but I didn't notice groups of students yeah there's an older man who i heard talking uh to somebody else as we were filing out and he's like yeah i got my whole class here and pointed this big group of people uh yeah right like pretty soon before the movie started uh showing there was a gentleman walking to his seat and he just yelled out i'm happy to be here yeah everyone was like yeah 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 everybody was so so happy. Yeah, it was just a thrilling way to see a movie. And I, yeah. I love those experiences that yeah. where you just feel like you, you cannot replicate this at home, no matter how much you enjoy the movie. No, because d- being there and being in that environment was part of the experience. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's get into the movie Dive itself. in. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've got kind of some questions that I'm going to do traditionally here on Obsessed Reviews. Maybe yeah. they will shift around. So we're going to go through those. I want to start with the question of, why did I, or my guest, or we, in this case, why did we see this movie? <laughs> Just as a starting point. Wow, that's a good question, and I feel like somehow I'm not going to be able to answer it because <laughs> I'm going to think it's a trick question, which is not a trick <laughs> it's question. It's not a trick question. We it's went an to honest see it. question. Um, here's my version of why we went to see it. Uh, a few reasons. One. We wanted to. Yes. And gosh darn it. (laughs) Uh, We can do that. Uh, But I would say beyond that, we are both fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. For myself, I do not, uh, I'm not a big, I've talked about it on this podcast before sometimes, but I'm not, didn't read a lot of comic books growing up. So I don't have a big background knowledge of a lot of characters. I really liked the character of Black Panther in the previous movie in which he appeared. Captain America Civil War. There we go. And so I was very excited to see this movie based on of that. I've been very excited to see expanding the universe and the representation of what is in um, the Marvel Universe. And, uh, and the trailers and posters for it and whatnot made me even more excited. Oh my gosh, have I been wanting to go to Wakanda? <laughs> yeah, and I like how that has become a thing on social media. Like, we're going to Wakanda. Yeah. Because it hints at we're not just seen in a movie. We yeah. are entering this different idea, this yeah. different, you know? It's like when people say about Star Wars, like, we're going to go to a galaxy far, far away. It's yeah. cool to see other movies take on that, like, we are going to this place where we're going to live in a different place yeah. for two plus hours. Yeah, so that's um, why I think we went. Why do you think we went? I agree with all those things. I don't disagree with Excellent. any of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a part of, I think that's what makes it special because there could have been this amazing superhero movie or even an action movie that uh, has an all black cast mm-hmm. and has uh, black creators. And obviously those movies have happened. But I think part of the reason this is just a, a seismic shift is because it is part of 
the MCU, part of this unprecedented, successful chain of movies. Yeah. So to be a, it, it's so like not only is this film does it exist, but it exists within the absolute royalty of Hollywood blockbusters right now. Yeah. So that I think is a big part of it. To me, the um, certainly wanting to see the movie for itself, wanting to see it for the MCU. And yeah, I was super excited to see Black Panther because I grew up reading Avengers comic books and uh, I knew him as one of the many Avengers and all and knew about the myths of Wakanda. So that was really cool to finally see them on screen after reading about him since I was a yeah. little kid. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's get into the film itself. I'm ready. What did you like? <laughs> I liked I liked so many things about I know. it. Um I'm gonna pick a few just a few items. Um some might be some some might be odd items. Um I just I liked the overall setting of Wakanda and how it was represented, um, both with the green lushness and the hiding and just kind of how they visually showed us uh the city of Wakanda or the city. But here's the another nation, thing. Yeah. I really liked the architecture. Oh, yeah. Like of the the city and the buildings and just kind of some of the, I am a, an architecture fan and I am a fan of how do you th- think about futurism architecture and, you know, tall buildings and include gardens on the buildings and trees. And so some of those details that were within the buildings, I really liked and how they used the bridges and these big open spaces and some tall, and I just, the, I'm not being coherent about it, but I got re- very, very excited about that initial, uh, here's the cityscape. Oh, just when it showed you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I loved and I should have said at the beginning that this is for people. This obsessed reviews is for people who have seen the film. Yes. This will be spoilers plenty. Yes, I almost Bucky said that. shows up at the end. Spoilers. <laughs> oh so many spoilers. I'm just getting it out there. Yeah. Spoilers. Bucky. Spoilers. Spoiler. So I loved that. And then I just really enjoyed a lot of the characters. Okay. And we'll get more into that. Okay. Uh, I will say that I super agree with you about just the visuals of Wakanda and the mm-hmm. architecture. I mean, the visuals of the whole film, just like great uh, poppy colors, which represent comic books and real world cultural stuff mm-hmm. that so great. But then the architecture of the cityscape, it does have that really amazing, like you just see it and you're like, could I, could I visit Wakanda? Because <laughs> right, right? it's, I want to walk on those places and right, see that place. Right. And, but it's so well designed yeah. to look like uh I think what some of the major thematics of the movie, uh, the ideas of the combination of the very technological, but still extremely respectful to nature Mm -hmm. and that nature and technology are absolutely intertwined. Yeah. And it's so, so cool to see. But then at the same time, you pull back and it's like, they're really interesting skyscrapers. They're skyscrapers that are respecting the natural, but it's still like, yeah, hidden city full of like, a true metropolis. Like, it, I love the scenes where uh, T'Challa and other characters were just walking through, like, a busy market area that just mm. reminded you real quick. It's not just, like, this sci-fi hidden utopia. Yeah. Like, people are down there, like, saying, I would like one of your grilled meat that you're making. So you get that, like, this is a true nation with, like, even within Wakanda, many people are going to have different perspectives, different lives, different opinions. Right. It isn't a shiny space city. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I noticed that and really enjoyed that. And I think the 
the overall with the design, exactly what you were saying of the combination of nature and technology in, I thought was portrayed very well throughout the film. Cool. Cool. All right. So you said you liked characters, which Mm -hmm. specific characters did you like? I am going to, because I've got a microphone in front of me, forget every single one of their names. Well, you can um, just, I, I really wrote them liked, down to admit, try to make sure, because we only saw this film once. Yes, and we just saw it. Yeah. Um, I really liked the sister. and I Shuri. Shuri. I, and I also really liked the lead guard. Oh, yeah. Uh, Okoye. Ok- Okoye, yeah. yeah. I, I believe I'm saying that right. I'm trying. Okoye, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she I, was I think that those two amazing. are my favorite. But uh, I think Shuri might be. First round, hour after seeing it. <laughs> right now, Shuri's the favorite. Okay. I so I love both of those characters too. And I think, uh, judging by social media, ever since this movie premiered, uh-huh. the entire world does. Uh, <laughs> Shuri is super, super funny and also represents the... Uh, to me, I think very interestingly represents one of the pressure points towards uh, progress. Yep. Like even to the point where like during that initial trial where uh, T'Challa has to take on any challengers where she's the one who makes the very modern joke of like, come on, can we just get on with it? Yeah. Uh, so you got the inventor, you have the person with the very, very modern perspective, even though they've lived their life in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And then with uh, um, uh, Okoye, mm-hmm. you have that fierce loyalty the super cool uh combat skills yeah and that it she's just got that great sense of wisdom of i have been around the block she's got what i call that sort of like i am over 30 energy (laughs) (laughs) of like i have seen a little bit of the world yep and very um grounded but also within that has a great grounded humor yeah um almost deadpan humor and i yeah i i like both of them okay there's many others who are very close to this so if you had to choose one to be your favorite uh, at this moment, I will choose uh, Shuri. Okay. But by the end of the podcast, it might be someone else. <laughs> you might I'm, I'm I'm still, you know, getting to know these characters. Okay. Okay. Uh, feel How about free, you? Uh, for me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, feel free to jump in with other things that you yeah. like. Uh, I really liked overall the mix of aesthetics because this was clearly a superhero film. It had mm-hmm. many of the, I'm not going to say tropes because trope is a negative word. Uh, I think it had many of the normal, traditional things that one wants in a superhero movie that are mm-hmm. not tropes, they're not a bug, they're a feature, like cool fighting, cool yeah. outfits, cool uh, you know action scenes, cool m- moments where big philosophical ideas get boiled down to you know hero messages that a, that a hero can believe in, that a hero can stand up for this idea. Yeah. You know, it's a real world idea and it's big and complex, but a superhero can kind of grab it, wrestle it down to the ground, put it out as a bold statement and then go go fight mm-hmm. <laughs> for that thing. So all these great superhero things. But then it felt like a science fiction movie, honestly, like mm, with yeah. ships landing in the hidden city with the amazing architecture and all of the ideas of if you have technology in, in that's going to basically do anything as long as you're creative enough. What kind of a society are you going to build with that? So all of these great sci-fi ideas, um, honestly, like it even the big political story even reminded me a little bit of the science fiction of kind of stories that you get of like Wakanda as a planet. If, you know, it's obviously a nation on Earth and that's part of it. But like in sci-fi stories, it's often like 
the planet? What are their internal politics? And are they going to be isolationist to the rest of the world? So all that. And then on top of that, it had this great James Bond aesthetic. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was on, especially some of the early stuff in the movie was like straight up James Bond on the nose, like the world hopping of, you know, going from uh, 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 Wakanda to Korea. And even even when they're initially coming back yeah. to Wakanda, uh, when T'Challa and, and uh, uh, Okoye were both coming back and they had a quick little fun mission at the top, you know, like... All that is very James Bondy, but specifically, like, it was on the nose having fun with the famous James Bond gets his equipment from Q scenes. That yeah. was an absolute, like, turning it on its nose, uh, turning it on its head and its nose. Why not? Yeah. Whatever body yeah. part it wants. We're turning around on everything. Turning around on your nose of those Q scenes to have mm. when T'Challa is walking through and Shuri is saying, like, well, you're going out on a mission. Yeah. You've got, you know, to disrupt an arms deal in Korea. So here's all your cool tech before you go. It's absolutely like a James Bond scene. And then obviously mm-hmm. they go to the casino in particular to mm-hmm. have this battle. Uh, so I felt like it was very, very uh, on purpose. Yeah. And very cool mashing up of all of these aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really, really cool to see some of that James Bond vibe. From a completely different perspective. It felt like just feeling like I had these feelings I have when I watch James Bond movies of like what I like about the Q scene is not tied just to, you know, uh, uptight British James Bond. <laughs> it's like there's so much there. It was cool to see different characters, different perspectives play yeah. those beats. Yeah. 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 That's so, a fun way of looking at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. I I'm glad about that. Um, I think some of the other stuff that I liked is uh, mostly tied up in big thematic stuff. So we're going to talk more about that. And yeah. if we just listen to things we'd like, we'd, I know. I mean, we'd try to recite the film. I, I could be here on that. Did you have a favorite character, though? Oh, did I have a favorite character? Oh, man. I think Shuri edged it out uh, for the same reason, because such a fascinating character to have uh, such a full and complete understanding of Wakanda but to be entirely on the side of the I am playing with the tech you know and her getting really annoyed uh with Ross when she's like it's not magic it's technology yeah so that whole perspective uh and then also just that she is drop dead fucking funny yes I mean yeah just killed every line just like amazing delivery and with just such powerful energy um yeah in totally flowing from the character, like uh, obviously uh, oh, Letitia yeah. Wright, I believe is the mm-hmm. actor's yep. name. Letitia Wright. Uh, that there's no, there was never a sense of like, and now I'm gonna deliver a joke. Oh yeah, it was so flowing from the character and so funny. Yeah, and I felt like it was so clear right away that the character had such a strong sense of self and inner strength, and you know comes out at the end and. Um, joins the fight and at the same time is also giving instructions uh, to the um, CIA to, to Ross yeah. um, flying and like while well, she's and I just feel like she's got stuff under control. Yeah. I and all, she still can joke. And she can still yeah. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So I want to talk a little bit about what we didn't like if oh. anything. Ooh. Was there any part of the movie where you felt 
lost or anything that you were like even a little mixed on? Um, honestly, so far, no. And it, I don't say that because I think the film was perfect, but just uh, the way that I view films, I I spend the first few hours thinking about all the things I liked. Uh, <laughs> I think in general, obsessed reviews is generally going to be a pretty positive thing because in general, I'm pretty positive. And if I have a strong inkling, I'm not going to like something. I don't go to see it. But someday there'll be an obsessed reviews of something we really don't like. Yeah, and yeah. This and section will be long. It will but. be. And certainly I, I don't mean like, oh, everything's shiny and happy. <laughs> but, um, you know, anything of like, oh, well, I didn't like it when that Forrest Whitaker's character died, but that was very necessary <laughs> for the story. So it's like, actually, I like it as part of the story. Right, but right. Um, no, I, I actually, I don't have anything off the top of my head. Okay. I have two minor Excellent. quibbles. Please share. Um. The final battle did get a little CGI and a little uh, a little busy for me mm. here and there. And mm-hmm. I am mad at myself as I'm saying it <laughs> because I normally get mad at other people for saying that. Because I think sometimes, and not, not always, I think sometimes when people want to criticize a superhero movie or even a big action movie and they don't know what else to articulate. They'll just say, well, the third act was just a bunch of CGI. I feel like it has become a very convenient way to criticize something. But I think it's just specifically, I felt this movie was like so grounded and and so I felt so connected to it. And then I felt just a little disconnected in particular to the final battle between T'Challa and Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, Killmonger. Yeah. Like Ross and the ship was great. Uh, Everybody, all all of the the conflict between, between the sort of little mini Wakanda civil war on the field, that was great. Uh, technologically uh, enhanced rhinos, that were was amazing. fucking great. Yeah, yeah. But I think it more than anything, I am just super obsessive about the hero's victory and wanting to see exactly why the hero won. And yeah. I feel like the movie for me almost nailed it. Mm-hmm. Of and now I'm going to talk myself into it a little bit. Uh, so of T'Challa understanding the technology of Wakanda and really being able to time out if I g- get out of Killmonger's grasp and if I flip at exactly this timing, I can wait for the train to pass. I can catch the knife. His suit will still be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I so I guess it is uh, uh, meaningful in that it is all of his not only physical prowess, but his intellectual understanding of everything that's going on in that space of Wakanda. But I just felt like it was a little fast. I really like it when you can see exactly why the hero won the Mm -hmm. fight. Yeah. In that it, it, it tracks like, uh, thematically with what the character is. Yeah. And it like, it almost was like perfect, but it felt just like a little, a little rushed and a little CGI. Interesting. Yeah. I will take that into consideration. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, let me know when the tribunal comes back. Tribunal. When the tribunal comes back. Uh The other thing that I didn't dislike, but I was bummed by, is that Claw's dead. Now, of course, it is superhero land, so who knows? Yeah. But, man, was I enjoying him. Yeah, I was was surprised by that. By him dying? Yes. Or, Or by enjoying him? <laughs> no, no, that they that they appeared to have so definitively killed him, and fairly early, I think, within the film, or at least you know, not at the end. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just hoping that he would continue to play a role for a couple reasons because it's amazing to see just Andy Serkis's face. Right. Uh, I mean, uh, this is it's great. This is the second time in the last few months we've seen uh, Andy Serkis die. <laughs> First he was Snoke. Now he's this. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I only know this character Claw from the series of comics back in the 80s uh called Secret War right and he's got the you know character's name is Claw but he's got a super ridiculous red get up uh he's got a his sonic gun is basically like he's got a big uh speaker hand like this weird <laughs> bell speaker hand for the yeah. sonic blast but one of the reasons I liked him as a kid is he was losing his mind so he was really fun because he was sort of like whimsical and damaged at the same time and i was so happy as i was watching the movie to see that they were really going for that with him where it, it he wasn't that sort of like i'm a villain so i'll talk kind of weird and say funny things like he's he he rationally knows what's going on around him but he's a little unhinged like yeah. truly losing it yeah yeah, I enjoyed that that factor of him. That factor of him? That aspect of him. The, his, his crazy aspect? Yep. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, all right, we are going to move on to what it's the big idea. What's the theme? I love talking about themes. That's always the thing that I think about whenever I'm watching a movie. It's like, what, it, what are the messages that the creators are trying to say? How do all the pieces fit together to deliver these big ideas that either you're consciously aware of yeah. or subconsciously just you go about your life and then suddenly you're, you're having an opinion about something and like, you know, it's like in Black Panther when, you know? Yeah. So I like thinking about those. So yeah. uh, I have some thoughts, but yeah. I want to let you go first. What did you feel like? What was the idea? Like if you were going to had to write an essay tomorrow, Black Panther is about blank. Yeah. What would you say? Um. So I'm going to say that I'm going to say this is one of the themes rather than what I think is the overarching theme, but just kind of one that jumps out at me right away uh, is uh, teamwork. Oh, yeah. Slash, you know, kind of collaboration, um, knowing who you're those close to you are and, and being able to rely on them uh, to be able to have a group effort. I think specifically why I'm thinking of that is not just because it was in the movie, which I feel like was a theme throughout it of working together and creating that team and knowing who to trust. But very much yeah. since we were just talking about the final battle scene, because as you were talking about it with the scene between um, T'Challa and I told you, I'm going to blank on every single person's name. The Give me person a description. Fighting at the very end. Killmonger. Killmonger. The bad guy. Yep. Um, so they're fighting down below, but during kind of what in my mind is like the civil war up above, he would not have won without everybody, all of the other people that were on his side coming to his aid. Right. Of, you know, Okoye standing there with the, you know, joining, uh, actually switching and saying, no, I'm loyal to T'Challa. He's he's still here. He's still our king. Yeah. So let's follow the true king. Um you know, and Shuri, of course, and just kind of everybody coming back and, and everybody going. And without and, Shuri bringing Ross in and trusting that he would figure it out. Yeah. yeah. And even down to the fact that they, you know, had taken the um, the heart flower or the heart fruit 
yeah. um, to the rival and, you know, just kind of all of the, the teamwork and when and how do you trust people and how does that pay off um, and how do you build a network? Yeah. Oh, no, I like that so. a lot because it connects. It's, there's a thread from the beginning when he is asking for advice from his, the spirit of his father that he mm-hmm. sees after after getting the uh, the heart. Yeah. Uh, where that's the big advice that his father has is surround yourself by people you trust. And then it ties oh, yeah, directly. I that. <laughs> Hey, this was one of the main themes. <laughs> and then it it is, yeah. uh, I think. It ties directly to uh, the first uh, post-credit scene where yes. he is addressing the UN and is talking about, like, well, let's, we need to realize that everyone on Earth is one tribe. Yeah. You know, which is, like, the ultimate form of teamwork. Yeah. Which is great because i think it resonates with uh, the political realities right now Mm -hmm. and then this is two great things to resonate with the actual political realities of the real world and aliens are coming in the next movie right so like that that said that's such a great setup to have this leader who's like i truly have learned the lesson that you need to bring everyone together you need to focus on what is common what is good what is your strength what is my strength how can we overcome our weaknesses together that's a good idea to have when the entire world is about to be assaulted by hundreds and hundreds of aliens and a horrible space god exactly what's the goal who's gonna have your back yeah exactly um so there that's mine i think that's a great one and i would not have pulled that one out the two that i was really really focused on i think the one is really obvious but it plays out in really interesting ways is this great uh, struggle between tradition and progress. Mm, yeah, I mean yeah. that's obviously what Wakanda is in that it is a technically advanced, exactly what we're talking about with the city, technologically advanced, uh, but it has all of these roots to its past, to the earth, to nature, to spirits, mm-hmm. all of this sort of old world stuff. Uh, but it's very, very uh, technological. And then I think it's interesting in the way like that push pull between. Uh, tradition and progress you know fights each other of at the beginning t'challa is only looking to the past he just wants to know from his dead father how he should be like his how can how what's your advice how can i be a good king like you yeah he's only looking to the past he's only looking to tradition and the people around him his sister uh shuri and then his uh, uh his lady love who eventually comes around a little bit there uh nakia I believe is the pronunciation. They're both. Naki is the one who's like, I don't, I can't just stay here. I don't want to do yeah. isolationism. And Shuri is the one who's like, just really interested in culturally. Like, hey, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but can I make a joke during the ancient tradition? Right. Like, she's got. They're they're they both are looking at progress, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then I think it plays out really interestingly in the relationship between T'Challa and Killmonger. Because basically, T'Challa gets two times that he takes the heart thing, yeah. heart plant, and visits with his his father. Yeah. And then Killmonger gets only the one. Mm-hmm. But T'Challa, when he first visits his father, is only focused on tradition in the past of just tell me, tell me how to do it. How has it always been done so I can do it? Keep doing it that way. Right. Keep doing it the right way. Uh, and then when he visits him... Again, he knows that his father was not perfect. He's mad at his father, and he is determined to 
react to his father's failures by doing things differently. Right. Of like, I'm not going to keep secrets. I'm not going to just protect the way it is. Yeah. For the sake of protecting the way it is. Yeah. So he's, one visit is tradition. The other visit is progress. And then, I mean, Killmonger, a lot of people have already been saying that he's one of the best MCU villains because yeah. a thing that makes a villain uh, great is when their perspective is like, that's a pretty decent perspective. But you keep uh, killing people in pursuit of your perspective. Mm-hmm. So I think Killmonger is great because he has that perspective of progress, of he wants to burn it all down. He wants to take away all of the tradition. None of the tradition is good. He just wants to move forward, doesn't want to listen to the past at all, to the point where when he has his vision, and in theory could ask his father for yeah. wisdom of the past, He's the one who actually ends the conversation by just saying, I'm going to do things my way. Like, I'm right. paraphrasing. Yeah. But, like, uh, T'Challa starts his all tradition. Yeah. It learns to embrace progress. And then uh, Killmonger's all is no tradition. Burn it all down. Burn it all down. And all yeah. progress. And he's right about some of the things that need to happen, mm-hmm. about not being isolation. And, you know, with great power comes great responsibility, the classic Marvel lesson that he wants Wakanda to help other people. Yeah. His his way of doing it is flawed, mm-hmm. but he's all progress. So I think that idea, uh, as culture is moving faster and faster with like social media and things change really, really fast. Yeah. The, the separation at this point between uh, Generation X, Millennials, and Generation Y is like five minutes, <laughs> you know, but there's a need to make us different culturally from one another. And like, yeah. yes, we are, but so we can still value tradition and keep but keep progress in mind as well and just yeah. because you're moving forward doesn't mean you lose the past like yeah yeah no i really like that theme i think that's uh, very it encompasses a lot of different ideas within the movie and is a great way to think about uh life as well oh yeah well good yeah. i'm glad thanks yeah. black panther yeah the other thing that i haven't seen in a movie in a while done is kind of like interestingly and elegantly is just the um, actual actions, the actual beats super supporting the theme of peace is always better than violence. Mm. Like it's stated, but then you get to see again and again, every time a character takes a peaceful action, it begets peace later. Every time somebody takes a violent action, it begets violence later. And like right. obviously the big picture one of, uh, I believe T'Chaka is, is T'Challa's father, mm-hmm. killing his brother, his brother yeah. basically, you know, makes Killmonger. Yeah. Uh, and obviously T'Challa sparing uh, the leader of the Jabari tribe, uh, Mbako, leads him to eventually save T'Challa. Right. We have that also with um, Ross jumping in front of the bullet to save Nakia. Right, right. I totally forgot about and that. And then she's like, well, he did this for me. I'm not going to just let him die which is a great expression also of her like we have to reach out to help people we can't just let this guy die because we want to hide wakanda yeah so we have to bring him and then of course that's that peaceful decision that giving decision is the right decision because then ross is around to help wakanda when they need it as well so i just think that's really it's really cool when a theme is not just a tacked on statement but is embedded in the actual actions of what the characters do constantly it is like what it should be yeah but it's sadly rare yeah and and as you say it i agree and i one of the things that i like about the way they did it is it's both very present and also 
to me, not at all ham-fisted. It's not like, ha-ha, you know this is coming. Like, it's, maybe you do, you know. Yes, that is that is great that when they, you know, at some points, once we see the opening of um, T'Chaka killing his brother and we understand who Killmonger is, so like, yes, that all makes sense and that tracks. Yeah. But none of it, but the story always supports it. Yeah. And so it all feels like it is part of the telling of the story, not here are two scenes to make a theme. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. feel like it's a really well executed theme, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Oh, when we were talking about favorite characters, I should have mentioned M'Baku, too. Mm, I loved yeah? his. Yeah. I mean, I love that. Uh, I mean, that, that was a whole interesting thing of like Wakanda is not just unified there's this part of it that's like mm, we never wanted to follow black panther yeah. as the leader oh yeah so here we are up in the mountains um but I, just a great i mean that architecture of that gorilla statue holding up carving holding up that big uh just what a plinth i don't know what yeah. it is, the building sticking out the jutty building part yeah uh in his line about trying to build up that fear of like I will feed you to my children like most movies that would leave it there but it's just yeah. such great to be like no we're vegetarians yeah hilarious <laughs> uh all right uh so we, we already did talk about favorite uh, lines in favorite characters a little bit but is there uh I specifically want to ask like a favorite line did you have a favorite Ooh. specific joke okay this isn't a favorite joke or line I'm sure I will think of one tomorrow this is a favorite moment mm-hmm. um, w- during the battle scene when the uh, armored rhinoceros stops in front of Okoye and yes. licks her cheek. Yes, yes, and that's that was another amazing moment of peace begets peace. Here is this utter warrior, and it's so great that she just stands up and is like, "If you're if you're gonna trample me, you're gonna trample me, but mm-hmm. I think you're gonna choose." peace and just like the bravery of choosing peace yep, and the, how much it works in that moment mm-hmm. yeah and then the great comedy of the rhino lick yeah and just <laughs> that combination i love that combination of calm stature and then with just a little flick of um uh fun yeah mm-hmm. well and all uh, yeah the rhino lick heard yeah. round wakanda <laughs> uh, but also just a little bit tying into those themes too of like um, uh, of the more natural like to have yeah. like obviously she has a relationship uh, with the character who's riding the rhino um, and uh, the um, so she would have a relationship with the rhino so yeah. they like it's not so much that he stops is that the rhino's like oh yeah. But it's Okoye. Yeah. I mean, and I, I kind of <laughs> took it as... She feeds me berries. Yeah. As the rhino soft. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I and I loved that. What do hippos eat? <laughs> not, that's not a hippo. It's a rhino. Anyway, it's late. I've had some whiskey. Uh, we're going to move on. I always like to uh, ask this kind of question for podcasts I do. What did the movie make you want to do when you left the theater? So mm. I will give a little bit of what I mean by that. Like, okay. You know... When I was a kid and would leave a Star Wars movie, I wanted to pretend I had a lightsaber. And yeah. The James Bond movie. I got mad at one once. Then <laughs> I was giving friends a ride home in my car. And I was like, I'll show you how that movie should have ended. And then I 
drove dangerously in the parking lot. It was a dumb thing to do. <laughs> but, you know, you leave a movie with the, yeah. the spirit of like, ooh, I want to be that character. I want to do this move. Yeah. What did you want to do? I wanted to both be a kind, compassionate person ooh. and also learn to fight like those female warriors. Yeah. Is pretty amazing. Yeah. Did you want a, a spear? Pretty much, yep. <laughs> I might already have carved one while we're doing this podcast. <laughs> it might be, uh, you know, hanging out here in our apartment. Okay, that's yep. good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. All right, remember that peace begets peace. Oh, yeah. It, it's, 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 because <laughs> I know you, you can know, kick my ass. It's leaning up against the wall. It's friendly. Okay. Okay, good. That is very good to know. <laughs> uh, I, How about you? I left wanting to uh continue to tweet my political opinions <laughs> also bad yeah also yeah good yeah um this is one i didn't get to like write down so i can't remember exactly uh what moment it was but there was a moment where uh black panther i believe when he was talking to mbaku of basically when he was asking mbaku to provide warriors and mm. he was like no i'm i'm just not yeah gonna do that uh and T'Challa was just sort of like saying like, well, Killmonger is going to take over Wakanda and he's going to come for you and you can do nothing or you, you can try to stop it. You can say, stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. Rem- There's something about it that really, the way it was phrased really made me uh, relate to the choice that I think a lot of people are going through of how much do I say about my political opinion? Because it feels mm-hmm. like I'm rocking the boat. Don't want to piss anybody off, but like, well, you have to stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. Yeah. That eventually, and maybe eventually sooner than later, other forces will come for you. So yeah, you better stand up sooner. And I think there was also an element to it that uh, of the teamwork of it and the teamwork message, mm-hmm. the message of sort of peace begets peace. Yeah. It's also like the bold thing that Black Panther is going to stand up and say might offend some people, might piss some people off, but it's so pure. Mm-hmm. It is so good. I saying like, let's all get past our differences, you know, and try to work together. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to let you kill anybody, you know, and then imagining like, oh, maybe I don't want to say that opinion. Like, well, the, <laughs> those are all good things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's that, great. That's for me. I'm gonna go on a go on a Black Panther inspired tweet storm. Excellent. Uh, weird personal question I want to ask you. <laughs> yeah. About inspired by the film. Mm-hmm. If you could have any tech made from vibranium from Wakanda, Ooh. beyond your spear, if you could even have like a, an outfit or a ship, or I like that they had various balls that just did different things of like. You can communicate with this ball. You can heal. Here's a back surgery ball. Go for yeah. it. What ball do you want? <laughs> well, funny, because before you started talking about their uh, the balls, I was going to say <laughs> that I wanted bracelets. Ooh. Um, you know, like some, but, you know, maybe maybe I'll take the, the bracelet that, you know, was made out of the little balls, and those balls are pretty handy. But maybe I'll do <laughs> some, you know, like some let's say three bangle bracelets that have oh, yeah. different abilities uh, within them. Uh, but that would be, that would be what it would be disguised as. Ooh, yeah. Um, or different abilities, different um, powers or capabilities. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking nice. for. Nice. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, that's what I want. Cool. What that's do great. You want? Um, I think that I would want to have some sort of uh, technology. I don't know if Vibranium can do this because it seemed like Vibranium could do lots of things if it was cleverly uh, used that uh, basically I would have like a sweater <laughs> that I could hit it and then this cool shield would come up. Uh-huh. It would be invisible and uh, nothing could hurt my feelings when I was wearing the shield. <laughs> I'm mean, gonna ask Shuri if she can, if that's possible. With I, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> I think Shuri will work that on that for you. All right, we're gonna move on to our how obsessed are you questions because we're gonna do those here on Obsessed Reviews as well. So here's the first how obsessed are you question for Obsessed Reviews. Do you immediately want to see this movie again? Like if we could go see it tomorrow morning, if our if our schedules were free and you could immediately see it again, would you want to? I would like to see it again in one day. I feel like it's a movie that I want to let marinate a little bit in my brain. Okay. Uh, so I feel like if I could see it again on Saturday morning, okay. that would be perfect. All right. So you want a, a day and a half? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That seems that seems fair. Would you buy the Blu-ray of this movie if it cost $200? Um, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Uh, would you be upset with me if I spent $200 on this? I was going to say, probably not, but I know you would. So I don't, we don't need two copies. Uh, well, I would, I would come and I would discuss it with you yeah. first. Teamwork. And then I would. I, and then you would. I, I, I would. Yeah. I think I would. If it was the only way I could see it. That's the, that's the yes. point of this. Not yeah. like, do you want the Blu-ray? Like, but that's the only, it's not streaming anywhere. Yeah. You have to spend $200. They're never making it again. Yeah. This is, you know, you have an original Shakespeare folio or the Blu-ray of Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think original Shakespeare folio is a little bit more than $200. Yeah, I sure hope Just so. Just guessing. <laughs> Maybe Claws selling one on the black market. Uh, would you ever want to be transported into the reality of this movie um yeah yeah i mean you know with with anything with transporting to me there's always a little bit more to it of who am i or what is my role Mm -hmm. because you know we didn't we didn't see the full picture but i feel like there's certainly some I wouldn't want to be transferred into the middle of the uh, succession fight, not knowing that's what I'm going to be transferred into and right. then just thrown over the waterfall. Like, no, I have no need for that. Um, <laughs> I do not want you to be thrown over a waterfall either. <laughs> but if I could be um, just transported into Wakanda to experience Wakanda, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Book me on that transporter. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's very, that, that was one of the powerful, palpable uh, to me feelings of that movie of like yes I know the noble thing is to let down your guard a little bit and let the world know about Wakanda so you can make a difference mm-hmm. but there is that part of me is like no it's so it seems so <laughs> awesome to live there don't let any losers in yeah uh, so all that is to say if they uh, did some tourism or some exchange programs you know it would be wonderful to visit Wakanda yeah but it oh, is yeah. you know you got to be respectful. <laughs> it's been their cool hidden city for a long time. Exactly, exactly. I would, I would want to visit or be part of it, but not. Yeah, I wouldn't want to try to change it. Yeah, yeah. If, uh, like, well, the the characters are doing outreach. You got uh, Shuri and Nakia, so like, I would want to be transported into the world to see if maybe uh, I could do some outreach work with them. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah, because that'd then be I'd be very safe cool. too. I wouldn't have to fight. 
Yeah. And then, you know, I could try to get my feelings shield. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, some of that outreach is just up in Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not far from <laughs> us at all. We can get there really easy. Uh, again, these uh, How Obsessed Are You questions are ones that I'm trying out that I'm going to ask for all the Obsessed reviews. Yes. Would you buy and wear underwear based on this movie? Sure. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Uh, what What do you want? Uh, do you want like uh, some underwear with uh, um, Okoye's outfit? Okoye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just her outfit. Like that, that underwear. Red? Like yeah. A, like I'm thinking like underoos that look like her her oh, red. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And and she is going to be in Avengers Infinity War, so she is awesome. fully in the canon of Marvel superheroes. I will wear my underoos. Yeah, absolutely. Kick-ass underoos. I like that a lot. Uh, would you strand someone you love on a desert island with only this movie to watch? Um. Yeah. I mean, if they had a, a, an ability to watch it. And it's not just <laughs> like, hi, good. here's all you have. Here's just here's your $200 Blu-ray. Trust right. us. There's a fun movie on it. Yeah, they uh, would be able to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I think it would be a pretty good movie to be left with if, you know, it. I feel like it might be inspiring to encourage somebody to try to see what they could find on the desert island to help their situation or try to find a way off the island or you know maybe yeah. there's some secret material on that island so <laughs> i feel like it would be a good inspirational movie to to leave somebody with go look so, for the vibranium yeah, absolutely. Is what you're, okay yeah, yeah yeah i think that's a great answer if you had to face one of your greatest physical fears to see this movie again would you do it um some yes others what what is one of your fears that you are willing to talk about <laughs> um you know if it was something like if it was something that i didn't have risk of death or severe injury <laughs> well i mean then what's I, a fear then <laughs> i i would not risk death to see the movie okay but that's no. not the question I, it's okay. a fear well, is there something like, okay like if i had to like jump from one tall building to another tall building and there's no safety net underneath me yeah that's real scary i'm not gonna do that okay fair enough but yeah. what if but i'm talking about fear not not risk of death what if there is a net and it is just real scary okay. you're gonna be caught yeah so that's it you're jumping between two skyscrapers maybe even the two of the coolest Wakanda skyscrapers. Yeah. And you won't die because there's yeah. a net. Yeah. But it is scary, scary as hell. Yeah, I would I would actually use it as uh, motivation because I would want the characters in Black Panther to be fr- proud of me and think I'm worthy of visiting <laughs> Wakanda. And clearly I have to overcome this physical stunt that I'm scared of to be worthy. Okay. I think that's very good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Here is the uh, final How Obsessed Are You question. Is a brand new one I'm trying. If this movie, Black Panther, was a person, would you marry it and or try to become its best friend? I would try to become its best friend. Thank you. I mean, I, I know our marriage isn't open. <laughs> but I'm going to ask questions of the, these questions to other people sometimes, yeah. possibly, or obsessed reviews might always be you and I. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what and I I'll always, And every time, it'll just be a way to check in on our marriage, because every time I ask you, would you would you rather be married to this movie than me? Well, that's not the question you asked. It, it is not. Yeah. So, we'll, so there we'll could take be something the I'd be like, yeah. What? Not There's instead. a movie? Oh, right. I'm just, I'm saying in the hypothetical. In the hypothetical. Okay. If that's what uh, marriages became in our culture was 
two people <laughs> and a movie. <laughs> yeah. Would if that was the normal tradition. Yeah. Would would you marry Black Panther? No, I want to be its best friend. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think that was a that was a pretty good Tesco at that uh, <laughs> at that brand new how obsessed are you question. Uh, all right. I'm gonna have us do one last thing, but first I wanna do plugs. So people can find you on the old social media where now? They can. I am on Twitter at Sarah underscore Scrimshaw. That's Sarah without an H, S-A-R-A. And I'm on the Instagram at Scrim Street. Yeah. And you posted that awesome picture of the marquee with all yep. Black Panther yep, on Twitter. Yep, that's on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can be found on Twitter and Instagram as at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can also check out my website, josephscrimshaw.com, for info on all of my upcoming live shows, on all of my comedy albums that exist that you can buy with money and stuff right over the internet. Uh, I also co-host and co-produce the Force Center podcast feed, which is a whole podcast feed all about Star Wars. That's all available at josephscrimshaw.com. All right. Any final thoughts uh, about Black Panther before I ask this last question? Let's go for it. Okay. Can you make an... Oh, no, I'm going to do two things. (laughs) Damn it. This is the first one. Uh, All right. I want to rate this movie. Oh, yeah. So on a scale of, let's say, uh, one to seven vibranium balls, Mm -hmm. what would you rate this movie? I'm going to give it six vibranium balls. Six vibranium balls. Mm-hmm. All right. What What is holding back from the seven? That this is the first time we're doing this, so I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I've been grading a lot of things lately and um, having to rank things, and I've been feeling like, eh, I'm not going to give anything a one or a ten. I'm just going to stay in that middle range, so that's okay. probably informing me. I think if Fair I'll, enough. I'll do six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, I will uh, give it uh, five and three quarter vibranium balls. Why well, now? You, I feel like you just tried to talk me into upping mine, and then you went and lowered yours. I'm sticking with my six. I should not let myself be swayed. I'm going to be strong with my spear. You know what? Why I are you only you. five and three quarters? Because I was trying to say something different than six. <laughs> because I think I'm probably going to say six a lot. I mean, yeah. I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. I think it was incredibly well made. I think there are layers and layers to it. I think it can be enjoyed just as a fun, very different superhero movie. I think it can be uh, uh, deeply, deeply analyzed for uh, deep cultural ideas. It can also just be viewed as evergreen, great superhero uh, advice. Yeah, and wisdom about yeah. facing your fears, teamwork. So, yeah, you know, it can all be of seen these, as a fun movie. All of these, it's got these layers and layers and layers, and it's just so well constructed, and it looks great, and it is incredibly fun to watch. There's never a moment where it feels like, no oh boy, here we go. Like it's, it manages to incorporate what has become like the classic MCU humor, but it feels so much fresher, mm-hmm. and just because it is, it's a different place. It's different people getting to be fully in the spotlight. It feels so fresh. It does. And so new. So uh, I am going to go all the way with the six vibranium balls. Excellent. Holding back one vibranium ball because I just don't want Claw to be dead. (laughs) Which is dumb.
But there you go. There we go. All right. We'll now, keep it a tie for six with both of us. <laughs> a total of 12 vibranium balls for Black Panther. And we'll see how this is going to go. I think if I keep it to the uh, one to seven scale, uh, things are going to be rated six all the time. That's our, the way our silly little human brains work. We'll, we'll include some things we don't like as much. Yes. <laughs> we'll purposefully see a bad movie so we can uh, do a lower rating <laughs> and keep vibranium balls. Anyway. This is now the actual final thing I was going to do before. Can you make a noise to sum up your reaction to Black Panther? Shall I explain it? (laughs) Please do. So it was everything sucking up into a vibranium ball. Ooh. And then you know how they do the the arms crossed and then... Everything kind of does the big sound wave shatter out from it. Oh it was, yeah. yeah! But you know, I'm right next to my friend, so I was trying to be not too like explosive. Oh, and also I I wanted something that was a little bit more contained. Yeah, yeah. that is great because it makes me think of yet another cool thing: how the super cool kinetic costume is not just a cool superhero thing; it really has this great rhythm with these themes of. You get back what is what you give out. So if you kick Black Panther real hard, he's going to give exactly that back to you yeah. with his cool kinetic suit. Yeah, I forgot Thank about that. Thank you for that noise that You're opened welcome. up even more depths to Black Panther. You're welcome. I, I did it on purpose. Right? Is that your noise? That's great. Kind of. Yeah. I was just trying to do your noise. You did it very Shink. well. <laughs> <laughs> All these beautiful noises. Thank you so much for doing this first episode of Obsessed Reviews with me. I hope everyone enjoyed it. There will be more to come. That is our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Obsessed.